Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Mindset Edit. I'm your host, Victoria D'Ambrosio. I'm a business mindset coach dedicated to helping you overcome your perfectionism so that you can build your powerful and profitable online brand and business. So today's episode, I'm just kind of chatting to you guys. I don't have a crazy outline, but there's a couple of topics that are related, and I, I wanted to talk about it because we talk a lot about the fear of judgment, right? And I know I've said many a times <laughs> on this podcast that the fear of judgment is what held me back for so long. And I want to talk about, number one, what to do when people find you online, because you might be in a spot where you either haven't started your Instagram or TikTok or whatever at all because you're afraid of what people will say or think when they find you or Two, maybe you just started, but you're still afraid and maybe you started a secret account, all of these things. So what to do when people find you? Because it's not if, it's when people will find you. It's a, it's a part of it, right? If you want to be successful, people have to know who you are. And eventually people in your real life, it, it will get back to them. So how do you handle that? Um, so that's the first thing I want to talk about. And then the second thing I want to talk about is, you know, the reactions I've had from people the good, the bad, the ugly, since I have started this entrepreneurial journey and how it compares to judgment, again, good, bad, ugly, from when I was in finance, the differences, what I've noticed, and just my whole experience with with everything, because I've drawn some really interesting uh, conclusions, I think. It's just been really interesting to watch. So I just want to get into all of that on the podcast. And Again, all of this is going to be really transparent and it's not too, it's not all bad. Um, I, I don't want to make it seem like it's all doom and gloom because it's not, you'll, you'll hear that in the podcast, but it's also, you know, you are going to face judgment when you put yourself out online. It's really hard for perfectionists to wrap our heads around because we want to appear perfect to the outside world. We don't want anyone thinking anything negative about us. We don't want them thinking we're stupid or weird or whatever, because we make that mean something about our worth and that we're not good enough and make it mean something bad about ourselves. And it's just, it's hard, but you have to start doing the mindset work to understand that you're, you can't appeal to everyone. It's impossible. And one thing, if you're struggling with this, that really helped me is looking at the people that I looked up to the most online and realizing that these people who, in my opinion, are incredibly smart, incredibly successful, they're caring and giving, they give back to their community, they donate money to charities, they do so many good things with the power and influence they have from their business, and they still get hate, they still get things like death threats, right? And so when I look at these people, and I'm like, they're doing so much good and they're not a perfect human because that doesn't exist and they're still getting hate, then it makes it feel less personal because you're like, well, this person is just so great. And no matter what they do, they're still getting hate, right? Everyone gets hate. Then you don't make it as personal. Again, it's hard to wrap yourself around, but if you do want this lifestyle where you have an online business, you're making money doing something you love, you're impacting and reaching thousands, maybe millions of people, you're, you're going to put yourself out online, you're going to get judged. It's inevitable. So the best thing you can do is not sit there and think as a perfectionist, how can I mitigate this by either not saying anything controversial or making my content perfect? You can't do that. Because first of all, that's another sidebar I can go on. Things that you don't think would be controversial end up somehow being controversial. And 
B, you actually have to be controversial in your content if you want to attract anyone. Controversial doesn't mean bad, but you just have to stand for something, right? Even if, for example, I stand for everyone should, you know, everyone who wants to be an entrepreneur should go for, should go for that. Somehow that is controversial because I've ended up in the comments on sections on TikTok getting yelled at about that, even though I'm not putting down corporate at all. Everyone pretty much in my real life I know has a corporate job. A lot of them enjoy it. It works for them. All I'm doing is saying, if you want to go be an entrepreneur, do it, right? So that, that was a, a bit of a tangent, but hopefully that helps you um, wrap yourself around the fear of judgment. So first, let's talk about what happens when someone finds you online. So you might start a secret TikTok account because you don't want anyone in your real life knowing. And I get it because that's what I did or Instagram, whatever your thing is. Like I said, people will find you. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. So what do you do when they find you? Well, let's start with what you don't do, which is what I wanted to do when this happened was throw my phone against the wall, delete my TikTok account and block the people that followed me. (laughs) Like that was it. I was like, uh, I was like, well, I can't delete my TikTok because then I can't grow my business, but I don't want people to see. So I'm just going to block them. And then I realized, listen, like I was saying, this is inevitable. I need to work through this because this is a mindset shift. How do I do this? Right. And you really need to continue to show up anyway, but here's what you do when people find you in your real life. And this will go into the reactions that I've gotten. This is based on my personal experience. When I first started posting content online and people first started seeing it, even when I had little to no followers, actually, even when I had a lot of followers, like people started finding me mostly when I had around 30,000 followers on TikTok, which is a sizable community, right? Because uh, there was a, I was featured in Yahoo. And so people saw the news. So that's when people in my real life, for the most part, really started to find me. Prior to that, it was a couple of people who actually found me on TikTok, really not that many. And so when people would find me again, early days, this was in January of 2021. So it was like right around the time I was quitting. So I still had my platform, but I wasn't full-time in my business. I would be so weird and awkward whenever anyone would bring it up. And even after that, right? You'll be like, oh, you know, I saw you have a TikTok. And I would just get so flustered and just be like, oh yeah, it's nothing. It's like really embarrassing. Don't look at it. (laughs) Ha ha, bye. Right? Or, oh, I just, yeah, I just post about random personal development things. Hi, it's it's nothing. Don't worry about it. It's it's pretty cringe. Don't look. Right? Like that was the reaction I would have. Or people would be like, oh, I've heard of TikTok. You have a TikTok. Can I see it? And I'd be like, oh my, literally, I would be like, oh my God, no, you can't look at it. It's so embarrassing. Like these were my reactions to other human beings and they weren't even being mean. They were like, oh, I've heard you're doing this thing. I want to look at it. And I'd be like, no, you can't do it. It's so embarrassing. They weren't even insinuating. It was embarrassing. They wanted to check it out. Like probably not to make fun of me, but because they were interested. Right. And when I would come at it from that way, right. People would then question me. You'd be like, oh, so she's just doing some like weird thing. And I would be met with that same energy, which makes sense because that's what I told them. So then it was this like weird cycle because people would be like, oh, Victoria's weird TikTok thing. And then I would be like upset because people would think I'm just doing this weird TikTok thing. But it was my own fault because I told them I was just doing this weird TikTok thing, this weird thing on the side. Don't think about it. It's just this little project 
thing and I post random videos of me talking, whatever. And I would get frustrated because people wouldn't take me seriously. I would get frustrated because I wasn't getting respect I felt from a lot of people they were like oh Victoria's just doing weird TikTok stuff like whatever again my own fault but that's what I was feeling and then you know a few months later part of it too was me doing the work on the back end of my business to get really clear on what it is I do and who I serve because at the beginning too I was just like oh I'm a mindset coach and and I help people with perfectionism all these things and my business has really transformed in the last few months in terms of what I do and who I serve. And I've gotten a lot more niche and clear on that. And that's helped a lot as well. But now when I meet people, right, this is, I've been traveling a little bit this summer, meeting new people. So obviously one of the first things people will do is ask me what I do, right? That's very common, at least in the U.S. You know, they're like, what's your name? Where do you live? What's your job? And in the beginning, it was still a little bit like, oh, like I'm, I'm kind of like an influencer and I kind of just post online. Like, I don't know, it's complicated. So it wasn't quite as, you know, awkward as those first stages, but I wasn't really confident or clear in what I was saying. And since then, I've gotten a lot more clear in, in everything and confident. So when people now ask me, I will just say, you know, I usually use the term consultant because people who aren't involved in the online business world don't understand what coaching is and coaching and consulting are pretty similar. So I'll say I'm an online business and mindset coach and I help, you know, primarily women in corporate who struggle with perfectionism, who want to start an online business. I help them overcome their perfectionism and then I help them with the tactical business strategies so that they can build a personal brand and business so they can quit their jobs and start making money doing what they love, right? And even listening to this podcast, as I say that versus what I was explaining, I said in the beginning, I'm sure you're like, oh, right. It feels different. It hits different. And there's, there's a correlation between that, right? Because when you, when someone finds you, you have to own it because how you respond in your energy is going to be a direct reflection for the most part of how they're going to see you. When I have confidently been like, this is what I do. I'm pretty cool. You should check me out, right? People are like, oh, you're really cool. You quit your job in the middle of the pandemic to do this. Like, this is so cool. And you built, you're building this business. You have this platform. You've done it in only a few months. That's incredible, right? Or when I'm like, oh, I don't really know what to do. I quit my job. I'm just posting on TikTok, whatever. People are like, oh my God, this girl quit her job and is just like randomly posting random TikToks, like what? You know what I mean? Um, so when people start to find you, I know it can feel really uncomfortable, but own what you're doing because you should own what you're doing, right? Like what you're doing is really cool. I guarantee you it's cooler than probably whatever the person asking you is doing themselves, right? I was having this conversation because one of my friends also recently quit her job as well to be a coach and freelance writer. And we were talking about it and we're like, why do we act like we're weird? We're not weird. We're incredibly interesting people, right? And so I want you guys to think about that. Like, own it. Be like, I'm so interesting. Let me tell you about what I'm doing because it is different. And I think that's the thing. Instead of, make it your superpower. Instead of when people see you thinking, oh my gosh, I do this thing. It's different. It's weird. 
people are going to think I'm weird. No, take that power back and say, oh my gosh, I'm doing something that's so different than what most people do. And that makes me so freaking interesting. Let me tell you about it. So uh, um, I don't know. That's just my two cents on on that. So uh, I wanted to share what to do when people find you. And because, you know, that's something I learned the hard way a little bit. But the other thing I want to talk about is regardless of how you react, I want you guys to react confidently because you should and you should own it. And if you're struggling with the confidence piece, part of it could be that you you aren't clear yet in your business. And it's hard to articulate that, right? If you don't know what you do and who you serve, when someone asks you what you do and who you serve and what you're doing with your business, you're not going to be able to answer. And don't take that as a bad thing, but take that as feedback to yourself on needing to spend some time getting clearer on your niche. Because if you can't confidently articulate what you do and who you serve to someone at a ran- someone at a random party, then I guarantee you what you do and who you serve is not clear online. And that's contributing to why you're not seeing the followers, why you're not seeing the clients, why you're not seeing the sales, right? So think of it like a two for one. You get clear on who you serve and you're going to make more money and be more successful in business, which will then ultimately help you feel more confident, but then also you're going to be able to confidently talk to people about it. So that's the thing. But, you know, as I've said, there are going to be people who judge you regardless. So you can come at it so clear with a, you know, quote unquote, impressive online profile, and some people will still judge you. And it's important to understand that that is a reflection of them and not a reflection of you. So I wanted to share this. It's kind of, it's related. I don't know. Hopefully it helps someone. I don't really know where I'm going with this story, but it's an interesting thing I've noticed. So if you guys have been listening to the podcast, you know that my background is in corporate finance or well, my background's in finance and I spend time in banking, corporate finance, and then management consulting on the finance strategy side. So I've really popped around different finance areas before moving into coaching. And I'm not saying any of this to like toot my own horn in any way, but to just give you context into what I've experienced. And so, you know, my first real job, quote unquote, was my first finance internship when I was doing securities lending at Goldman. And after that, I worked you know, for GE doing corporate finance in a rotational program they have. And then after that, I was in consulting. The whole time, if you guys aren't familiar with finance, you know, I I was working in jobs and at companies that were regarded as prestigious, right? And I remember this vividly from just when I was an intern, right? People saying, what do you do? And I would tell them what I did and where I worked and people immediately be like, oh, oh, you work, you work for Goldman Sachs? And there, there are, you know, associations with the firm and associations with the roles that you hold. And a lot of those associations were, okay, I'm assuming because you work in this industry and you work for this company that you're very smart. And 
immediately I would gain people's respect because of that, even though they have no idea if I'm actually smart, they have no idea who I am as a person, people would look at me and regard me in a certain way because I held these corporate positions. And maybe some of you guys feel this way too. I know I've spoken with perfectionists. I've spoken with clients I've had who struggle with this in the sense where they want to start an online business, but the job they have right now is prestigious on paper. And that goes into this whole perfectionist tendency of wanting this external validation. And if we go from this job that we worked hard for and is successful by society standards, and then we do this thing that is kind of weird by society standards, people are going to look at us weird. And that makes us, you know, feel less worthy, right? We enjoy people validating us in that way. And we would lose that if we were to go into entrepreneurship in that way, especially in the beginning when you're growing your business and you don't have a following or anything impressive, even though following numbers do not matter. Oh my God, I will die on that hill, but that's another podcast episode in the making. So, um, okay. And so I noticed a difference in how people would treat me when I would say, oh, I worked in finance at these companies over the last however many years I was, whatever, like that five-year period from when I was doing internships at school through, you know, right before I quit. And then when I went to, oh, I am an entrepreneur. I work for myself. Even when, even when I was very clear and, and confident, people would think, oh, that's cool. But it was still a different um, experience. And not always met with the same level of respect, I guess. I don't know if that's the right word, but people weren't as impressed by it, maybe, which is fine, right? And so, I don't know. I just wanted to share, like, again, this isn't to like put you guys down where it's like, oh, if you do this, people are going to think less of you. They won't. But it's the, the moral of this is it's really your mindset that you need to work on because people are going to think whatever they think about you, right? And it has no bearing on your success, your worthiness, your intelligence, and your happiness, right? So I could sit there and make the fact that certain people don't assume I'm not smart because I'm in the online business space. I, I swear, People think I don't do work and people think I'm stupid just because I post use the word TikTok or social media as a description. These are also, you know, people who are maybe older, who don't understand social media, whatever, right? But at the end of the day, am I going to let what they think about me dictate how I live my life, right? Oh, no, random man on the sidewalk doesn't think I'm smart, assumes I'm, I'm stupid because how I make money is through social media. Meanwhile, A, people on social media make a ton of money. B, you still have to be smart or it really has nothing to do with being smart. And C, like, I guess where I'm going to is when I had that um, like respect or validation, whatever, from those prestigious jobs, yeah, I got to go to parties and say, oh, I did this cool thing and I worked at this company and maybe people were impressed by it for half a second. And then you know what happened after that one second encounter? I went back to being miserable because I hated my job for six days a week because I was working Monday through Friday. Usually I'd also work on the weekends, but let's not even go down that road, right? So I was miserable when I was working. Then I was happy Friday night into Saturday. And then Sunday, I 
was either working. And even if I wasn't working, I was consumed with anxiety about the work week and had the Sunday scaries for the entire freaking day. So people might have thought whatever they thought about me, but what was my reality, right? So I could have continued that for the next 40 years in my life and maybe been successful on society's standards, but I would have been unhappy and miserable for the entire time. Meanwhile, now it's a mixed bag. I'll be honest. Some people just don't get it because they don't understand how the online business landscape works. So they just hear the word internet and they're like, you don't do real work, right? And some people are really impressed with it because they understand. They're like, oh my gosh, that's really cool what you did, right? But either way, even though I get it on both ends of the spectrum now, right, I'm happier and I'm so excited. I thought about this the other day. It was Monday and I was like, I was with a bunch of my friends and they were like, oh, I can't believe the weekend is over. I don't want to go to work tomorrow. And that was me to a T, I would just complain all the time when I was at corporate. And I just remember sitting there thinking like, oh my gosh, I, I haven't felt this way in months. I love what I do. I do it on the weekends now because I enjoy working, not because I have to, right? And so the message in that is, I, I know it's a little, maybe it sounded a little defeating where it's like, people may not... <laughs> respect you. I didn't mean it like that, but there are always going to be people who think what they think. But the moral is don't let what other people think of you dictate your decisions and how you build your life. Don't let the fear of what someone might say about you prevent you from posting content online when posting content online could change your life. Don't let what other people are going to think when you meet them at a party and you tell them what your job is, if they're not impressed with you, don't let that matter because you want to be happy in your life. And also the people that are judging you, if they're judging you for what you do for a living, I would put a lot of money down that they hate their lives, right? Because these are the people who are miserable and they have to justify the fact that they're miserable at their jobs by judging you. So shove them to the side and don't let them get in your way. I think this is so important because like I've said, I I let the fear of judgment, I say it's fear of failure and fear of judgment, but really it's the fear of judgment. Hold me back for three years, guys, before I started posting online. And if I had started sooner, I was miserable, as I was saying, for three years in my life. I was miserable. I'm sure I was miserable to be around because I was miserable. I could have been happy in my life three years sooner if I wasn't so consumed with what people would think. And that's, I guess, where I'm going with this episode is don't spend another day wishing you could do something, wanting your life to be different, but not taking action because you're so consumed with what people might think. I know it's easier said than done sometimes. I know it's not that easy. Just be like, I don't care what people think. I get it. I really, 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 really do. But I share this because on the other side of that, your whole life will change. And you think you care about what people think, like you might care about what people think now, but when you have all of these other things, like a business you love, financial freedom, time freedom, you can work when you want, you know, location freedom, all of these things, like you don't care. You don't care anymore that people might think whatever, because the bigger things in life, the things that actually matter, 
yeah, those are all lining up for you now. Not what Sally from middle school thinks. You realize that that doesn't impact your life. And yeah, maybe you'll get a comment from a hater on TikTok one day and it'll rub you the wrong way, but it's so, so worth it. So I know this was an interesting episode, kind of just, you know, chatting it out. But I hope that you guys can take something from this episode and I get it. The fear of judgment is really tough. And so if you guys want to talk about it, if you have any questions or if you have any feedback on episodes like this, my DMs are always open. My Instagram info is in the show notes. It's my name at Victoria D'Ambrosio, the same for TikTok. Feel free to DM me. I always love to hear from you guys and want to always create content that's going to help you on your journey. So however best I can do that, if you have questions, if you have suggestions for episode topics, let me know because that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to create content that can help you. And I will be an open book and put myself on blast in order to do it because I have no shame. And I think there needs to be way more transparency in the online business world. And I'm trying to do that to the best of my ability to, you know, help people really understand what they're getting into because it's kind of like the theme of this episode where the highs are high and sometimes the lows are low, right? Like living this like life that you get to create is beautiful, but there's, you know, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. You have to deal with certain things like negative comments or people potentially judging you. So anyway, I think it's an important conversation to be had. Hopefully you took something away. And if you liked this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would share it on your Instagram, get more listeners who could use this message. And then also, if you want to leave a rating and review, I know it really helps me as a creator. So yeah, I appreciate you guys listening. Truly, I look at my analytics every week um, and see the downloads. And every week, I just, if you follow me on Instagram, sometimes I post it, I'm just like crying tears of joy. And I can't believe people take the time to listen to me talk. It's such an honor. I don't take it lightly that you're spending, you know, whatever it is, 30 minutes or so a week with me. And hearing what I have to say. And with that, I will end my mini monologue for the end. And I will catch you guys in next week's episode. Bye.